BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy worst day of the week, Tuesday. Arguably, I think second worst day of the week, so that's an optimistic spin on things. No, like, it's the worst. It's going to be okay. You want to know why it's going to be okay? Because I'm tan. Yeah, no, I'm happy for you. I got a spray tan yesterday. My first spray tan in over a year because I didn't get one while I was pregnant and I hasn't been gotten one since. And it's just really changing everything about me. If you can't tone it, tan it. I feel so amazing. No, like who who are you? And I know we always say like if you're feeling low about yourself, get a spray tan. And I've been feeling low for a while, but the spray tan wasn't the solution because I was really just wearing like leggings and sweatshirts. So like what's a tan face going to do for mm-hmm. me? I could use bronzer. But now that we are bearing legs on the show yes, and we are. arms, I I went for it and I'm thrilled. I've been telling you to get it. For weeks, and I'm, I'm so thrilled. glad you did. Thrilled to bits. Well, you need a good enough reason to get it because it's like, is it worth smelling like this yes. for nothing? Yes. I don't know. The smell is for funky, beauty. But today, I'm I'm loving it. So I'm if you're so watching happy. on YouTube, your girl is tan, and it's giving me an extra pep in my step. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm like pale and chunky, so um, I'm like, uh, what's the word with an R when you like R-D- resentful? R D H. That and extremely. I'm resentful, devastated, and heartbroken. <laughs> Got it. Well, you've been looking really great on the show, and like you're usually the tan one, so it's nice for me to have a day. No, you look great, glowy, and speaking of YouTube, I actually wrote down four things I wanted to say. And I have two things I'd like to say. Okay, I'm sure there is a... Crossover. A crossover. So the first thing I want to say is just issue a correction from yesterday. I was wrong um, about something, and obviously that's not shocking. I just thought I should mention. The jury members from the Amber Heard, Johnny Jeff trial were not sequestered. Okay. So it is entirely possible that they were engaging in social media, even though they were told not to. But, like, if it was me, like, I probably would. Two is we um, – this is for the YouTubers, just really quick. I am. We are aware of the glitch that's been happening on our YouTube channel for the last couple weeks. We're not doing nothing about it. The comments have turned, like, helpful into mean. Um, so this morning I got one that was, like, particularly, like, sharp. You know, it can't be that hard. Someone fix it. Okay, here no, you go. You, come, yeah. you fix it. If you can fix it, like, we will pay you for the work. Yes. The job. So we are aware of it. We've been talking with YouTube. YouTube has let us know there's a glitch on our channel. Um, and they're having an extremely hard time getting it fixed. There's literally nothing we can do about it. We apologize. Thank you to a lot of people who have been patient. We are aware of it. We are working on it. Two things. One, typically, if you watch not in the app, if you watch on a browser, it does work. Not for yesterday's episode, but in general, people who watch on the browser, it works not in the app. Two, by the end of the day, it works for everyone. It's just if you watch immediately after it uploads, like the thing is not working. So we are all over it. We're not just sitting ducks ignoring you. We know, we apologize, we're working on it. And maybe um, if anyone works at YouTube, like we can get this streamlined. Mm -hmm. The third thing I wanted to say was we had a very special announcement yesterday on our Instagram. If you don't follow us, what the fuck are you doing? Um, We have a new show. So it remains totally separate from the toast. This show stays the same. Nothing about TMT is changing. No. There's only going to be more of us. More content. So we are now partnering with Spotify Live, which is a brand new app from Spotify um, for live audio shows. So we are doing a show. It's called Breaking Bread. It'll be every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific. And it'll kind of just be a catch up with us, kind of like an evening toast, talking about what happened on the toast this week, what happened in pop culture. We'll be doing Dear Toaster segments live. We'll be trying to give advice. 
So how it works is basically if you want to join live and be able to like join the conversation right in the chat, maybe get pulled up onto the stage, you have to download the Spotify Live app. It's called Spotify Live, and then you can follow us. Our show is called Breaking Bread. Um, and then if you don't want to download the app, which couldn't be me, you can listen live on Spotify, the regular Spotify app. And if you don't catch it live, you can also listen on demand later on on the Spotify app. But I highly recommend downloading the Spotify Live app so you can chit chat with us. We're going to be playing games again, dear toasters. Maybe we're going to do another round of toaster karaoke. It's going to be fun. It's going to be every Wednesday for the next couple months. And we really hope to see you guys there. Yeah, very, very exciting. And it's a way for us to when we do Dear Toasters, ask questions, get more context Follow up. in order to give better advice. Because we were saying a few weeks ago, remember, and I just, we need to tie back secret projects to like when we were talking about them. Yeah. That's like my biggest pet peeve when people are like secret project and it's like, well, what was that project and what was that We one? never fa followed up. Because a while ago we were saying how Dear Toasters is a little frustrating because we can't ask follow-up questions to the person. And then we said, no, we have something coming that will solve oh, that. Yeah. This is that thing. That way when you ask us questions on Spotify Live, we can ask you questions back and get more context and give the best advice possible. Right. Won't change Wednesday's Dear Toasters, everyone. No. Won't change it. It's just another way that we can give wonderful advice. So we start this week as in tomorrow. So in preparation, why don't you download the Spotify Live app, follow Breaking Bread so you'll get a notification when we go live, which is 7 p.m. Eastern time. It'll be about an hour and it'll be just two girly girls on a Wednesday night breaking bread breaking the bread so all the details are on our instagram we hope to see you guys there and then my fourth and final point following up to that is jackskate yes yes please explain to everyone what happened so what yesterday we posted about our new show we were so excited we like spent two hours writing a caption and, and there were still typos and there were still typos like many many typos but we referred to ourselves as the iconic duo that we i feel like we call ourselves a lot jackson claude and I wrote Jackson Claude. Jackson Claude will be going live. Jackson Claude have a new Spotify show. And the comments uh, lost their fucking minds because they thought it was a show with Jax Taylor and Claudia Ashray, um, which would be good. Also good. Maybe we'll pitch that to Spotify down the road. Breaking Jax. Right. Um, and I just didn't know that like, we weren't calling you Jax. Yeah, I guess no, we didn't all get the memo. Maybe seeing it written out with an X, like maybe because maybe we say it a lot, we don't like write it. Do we say it a lot? I don't know because I don't refer to myself. But we refer to each other as Jackson Claude. Like, it's iconic, Jackson Claude. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was, you know. It was lost. It's a little niche. I guess. So now you know, call us Jackson Claude. But I really just did want to clarify one. I know that the jurors were sequestered, and two, no, the show is not with Jax Taylor. Today is the episode. Sorry to disappoint anyone yeah. who was excited about that. Now, my first point was breaking bread as well. Okay. We're on the second page, the same page. My second point is some exciting personal news of what I'll be doing this weekend. So I am headed to Dallas. Oh, right. And I will be at Specs Dallas doing a spritz meet and greet on Saturday. So here are the details that you need to know. And of course, if you go to the spritz's link in bio, there's extra details. But you can get tickets available through the link in their bio through the end of the week. And with those pre-sale tickets, you'll get limited edition spritz merch and a tote bag. So it is Saturday in Dallas in the afternoon. Get all the details when you get your ticket at checkout at spritz. You have to put in the Dallas zip code in order to be eligible when you're checking out of your order. But again, head to at spritz on Instagram. Click the link in their bio and all of the information is there. I'm so excited to do my first spritz. I know. It's crazy. You've never done one. I've never done a spritz M&G, and I've never done an M&G by myself. I'm like, oh, by yourself, quaking. No, it's. I have to give you like a prep talk before. It's a lot of work. You got to keep the conversation flowing. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't expect it to not be a lot of work, but it's just like everybody's coming for me. No, I know. It's like try like when you walk through the store and like people start cheering like. Try not to become a monster. Like, I have a hard time with that. Like, I walk through the store, and I'm just like a girl walking through a liquor store, and people are like, oh, my God. And I'm like, for me. <laughs> no, but, like, you also do M&Gs for all of your shows. Right. Like, you're an M&G queen. You know, I am now. I am new to the M&G game, and so it's just like, for me, I'm shy. Welcome to the M&G community. Yeah, I'm really excited to meet the Dallas Toasters, though. Oh, they're another level. Like, yeah. you're going to love them. They're, I, it's one of our better better communities honestly I've actually met a, a lot through the years like here and there and I'm just excited to have it be all at, together at once under the spritz umbrella we'll be spritzing we'll be chatting we'll be meeting we'll be greeting wow I can't wait for the greeting that's gonna be huge and the meeting of course don't forget the meeting don't forget it anyways head over to the spritz Instagram link in bio to get your pre-sale tickets so that you can meet your girl and we can have a great time I'm so excited for you that's gonna be so fun um and congrats on your first M&G 
Thanks. Solo imagery. Solo, yeah. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I have had something stuck in my eyes since I woke up this morning, and it's probably one of the top ten most annoying things that can happen to a human being. Would you not agree? That and like a popcorn kernel being stuck in the back of your teeth. Yeah, so take your eyelid. I did that already. Okay, but let's count, and you know what? Maybe a meditation. Oh, God. I'm loving leading guided meditations. I don't know if anybody's feeling relaxed by the things I'm saying, but your eyes closed. We shall wash away the mm. irritation. Mm. Everything will be okay. When you open your eye, you will see clearly. You don't sound like a meditator. You sound like a hypnotist. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay, how do I be a meditator? Okay, can I open my eye? No, keep okay. it closed. Let me work on my meditations. Embrace your inner Melissa Wood health. I don't, I don't stream. Okay. Hum, hum, you are beautiful, stunning, and smart. Perfect. Hum, you will get this thing out of your eye. Hum, you will have a wonderful day of sight. Hum, Bryson Strassen, Bryson Strassen. Okay, I'm opening my now eye. Now you can open it. That's it's the still there. <laughs> I tried my best. You can't no, say it. It's fine. Try. I'm just going to be like twitching all day and like everyone on YouTube. Well, they have bigger problems maybe on YouTube. Should, maybe we should stream on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay, let's just ignore it and like hopefully it'll go away. Yeah, that's how, that's what usually happens. Whenever I have an ailment and I do the toast, I just ignore it and I forget about it until we wrap. Yeah, certain ailments like literally can't be ignored because I'm actually like having like a major twitch, but you ever want to gauge your own fucking eye out? Wow, something, I mean, I would, I think I know what's bothering you today. It's the twitch. Yeah. But you're, you're bothered. Wouldn't you? Yeah. It's like, since I did my makeup, I think I like brushed a, a makeup bristle into my eye when I was doing my makeup and it never left. Do you want me to see if there's anything there? No, but I might like, like go look in the mirror really go quick. Go look in the mirror and I can guide everyone through a meditation. What do we need for this Tuesday? I think a Tuesday meditation to give you the courage to get through the rest of the week. So please with me, hands up, pause up. Close your eyes. Um, it's Tuesday. Some say it's a better day than Monday. Others say it's the worst day of the week. No matter how you feel about Tuesday, let's be grateful for this opportunity, that we are alive on this Tuesday, that we are toasters on this Tuesday. That means we are beautiful, stunning, and smart with an amazing sense of humor, unless we're hate listening to this show, in which case you're still a fan. Welcome to the morning toast. Okay, you guys, I feel good. That was really beautiful. I, fe I really feel... Like a meditator? Like meditated, you know? Okay, she's coming back. Honestly, I pulled something out. Great. And it does feel better. Great. So let's just... Now we can dive in. Your eye is clear. The toasters are meditated, as am I. So without further ado, let's get into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Away. I literally just got a new Away yesterday for my trip this weekend. Gorgeous. Away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world. They started with the perfect suitcase, crafted with features that make travel more seamless, and now with even the familiar, even when the familiar looks different, you can count on Away's range of essentials to solve real travel problems whenever you take that next trip. So their suitcases have amazing features. Um, no matter where you go, they offer a range of suitcases and other travel products made of different materials like polycarbonate, aluminum, durable nylon. They're built to last. They have durable exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. Every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help you pack more in. That built-in compression pad is perfection for clean granny panties. And they have a hidden and removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes, which is perfect for your dirty granny panties. Their four wheels have 360-degree spinners that are guaranteed for the smoothest roll, even through the most hectic airports. Their combination lock is TSA approved. And honestly, like, if you don't have an away suitcase, like, you're just not traveling right. Like, mm -hmm. why would you make your life harder, especially when traveling is so treacherous? So they also offer a 100-day trial on everything that they make. So you take the product on the road, you live with it, you travel with it, get lost with it for 100 days. If you decide it's not for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund during that period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. So they offer free shippings and return, shipping and returns on any order within the contiguous U.S., Europe, Canada, and Australia. And you could start your 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases, at awaytravel.com toast. 
toast. That's awaytravel.com slash toast. Today's episode is also brought to you by Little Spoon. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid. It's all delivered right to your door. Most of the baby food and kids food at the grocery store is super processed and it sits on the shelf longer than your little one has even been alive. So it's not cool and it's not the quality nutrition that your kids deserve. Little Spoon makes everything fresh and uses absolutely nothing artificial. It's just like homemade, but it's all delivered to your door ready in seconds. Pop your meals in the fridge or the freezer and just use them when they're ready. That's easy. All of their recipes taste absolutely delicious. They're nutritionally balanced and free of junk. So it's helping to set your little one up for a lifetime of health. We tried everything and it tastes actually great. Jackie's baby Harry has been living on it and it's nice to like as he gets older you're not gonna have to transition out of it you know mm-hmm. the smoothies um, make snack time so much easier all their flavors are inspired by a classic treat so you can feel good about the organic quality ingredients that they're eating the best part is that the price is right with kids meal under five dollars and baby food and smoothie snacks under three dollars it makes trying little spoon so easy start the new year fresh with little spoon and get 50% off your first order with the code toast at checkout that's code toast at checkout at Little Spoon um, off your first order. Check it out. Check it out. I just want to clarify. He's still on breast milk, but Little Spoon is what we're going to be using. And Miss Kaler loves Little Spoon. Thank you. She is a Little Spoon. And as we've stated, it's camper tested, counselor approved. Mm -hmm. Our first story, some controversy for Kim. She may have damaged the Marilyn Monroe Met Gala dress. The historic dress once worn by Marilyn Monroe that Kim showed off at the 2022 Met Gala appears to be damaged from its night out, according to an observer. The Marilyn Monroe Collection Instagram account posted new photos Monday showing the bedazzled dress, which Marilyn wore to sing Happy Birthday, Mr. President in 1962 to JFK. But the dress appeared to be missing a few crystals, claimed the account, which added that others seemed to be hanging by a thread. Kim vowed not to make any alterations to the dress, which has been declared a national treasure, and altered herself instead. She now infamously admitted that she lost 16 pounds in three weeks in order to squeeze into the dress. So I'm sure a lot of people have seen the pictures, if not check it out, at Marilyn Monroe Collection before and after with, you know, some rhinestones missing. There are definitely some rhinestones missing. I have something to say. Hold on. I just want to look up the pictures that Marilyn Monroe Collection posted. Okay. Okay. Because... I was looking, I was reading this whole saga and the before picture I had heard and I read on Twitter was from 2016. So again, I'm not sure if that's true. I just wanted people to keep that in mind. Okay. But the dress really shouldn't have changed at Ripley's between 2016 and 2022. Yeah. Okay. So of course everyone is like quaking using this as a commentate, com- using this to commentate on, like, the Kardashians value nothing. They just want money. Um, If the dress was so fragile, like, I blame Ripley's. Like, your literal job is to conserve shit, and you didn't conserve it. Sorry, this has nothing to do with Kim. If they thought it was going to get ripped or that she actually really couldn't fit in it and she would be damaging the dress, like, that's on them to tell her no. Yeah. Yes. Also, like, can't they just put the crystals back on? Like, don't they restore clothing too a lot of like you know iconic dresses that are in museums now like the person wore and partied the night away right also kim didn't party the night away she got into it and then she took it off the replica and i think there just needs to be some restoration now i mean it just like call a seamstress people were like pissed at kim for wearing this dress even before there were missing crystals and i think that for those people this is just like and this just goes to show yeah especially because bob mackie who made the dress said like you know kim never should have worn it yeah so, um, I don't know. I feel like like some uh, Diet Prada posted it and like people in the comments were like people who like I guess love fashion like literally sobbing like that the dress was pulled and it's like first of all, everyone calm the fuck down. It's a dress and it's not even yours, so calm <laughs> down. And second of all, like Marilyn is rolling. What the fuck do you know? Did you know her? So, like, first of all, I think if there's anyone to blame, it's Ripley's because it's their literal job to make sure that this didn't happen. But I will say, like, when I saw footage of Kim going and trying it on and them, like, putting it up her body, like, they were being, like, really rough. Like, the way they were, like, trying to get it like over her ass. Like with the glass. Yes. Like, yeah, like that's, that's literally going to bring rough. the bedazzles off. Yeah, they were going like this. Yeah, like, rouging it up her ass because it didn't fit. Yeah. Um, I just feel like... At the end of the day, and I love history, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, relics should be... Protected. Protected, restored, respected. At the end of the day, it's a dress. 
Marilyn wore a lot of dresses. It can be restored. Yeah. It's just people want to hate on Kim and like this just proves to them that she did something wrong and the people who were angry that she wore it now feel vindicated. Right. And the people who thought it was a nice moment in time like us are like, what's the big whoop? Yeah. So like, I just hate these types of stories that just like make the Kardashians look bad, you know? Yeah. Because it's so easy. Like everyone just jumps on the hate train. Um, and I just think a lot of people, like, when I was reading, like, comments on Twitter, like, they take themselves so seriously. Like, calm the fuck down. It's literally a dress that Do literally- you even know what this dress was before she wore it? Like, Right. No, people are, like, like being so, like, literally writing proverbs. Like, the value of a dollar and exposed in Hollywood. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's so not that serious. Dresses like this can be mended. Dresses yeah. can be mended. It's in the hands of Ripley's. I believe they know what they're doing. They'll get it right. Um, and if they didn't think, if they thought that like she might damage it to a point of no return, they wouldn't have let her wear it. Yeah. Everyone just needs to like chill out. Everyone is so like bent out of shape when it comes to the Kardashians. And it's like, why don't you harvest that energy towards like something actually important? No. Or maybe, you know, like, why don't you harvest that energy towards yourself? Like, you know, self-care. Look, Look inward. Look inward. People are just, honestly, people are so toxic. Yeah. And maybe this is like me, yes, being Kardashian, Kim Kardashian apologist. But like, even if it was someone else, I would be like, okay, it's a dress. It can be fixed. Calm down. Yeah. And, and I, it's not like she intentionally disrespected the dress. Like, that's different. wore it to the Met Gala, partied all night, you know. Twerked, dropped it low. Right. She handled it with the utmost care and respect and... So some crystals were lost along the way. Like, that's the job of Ripley. Like, before Kim wore this, did you even, one, know about this dress? Know where she, know where Marilyn wore it? Knew that it was even at Ripley's? No. You didn't. You didn't. So why do you give a shit? Yeah. It's, um, it, to me, it's like, it can be fixed. Yeah. And it's like, aren't we not supposed to be putting, you know, too much emphasis on material items? Yeah. But it is history, and I get, like, wanting to preserve. preserve it and respect it. And I think it'll be okay. Like, I think everyone really, like, calm down. I do think it's going to be okay. You know, and when you look at it from the lens of the Big Bang Theory. It's literally irrelevant. It's really just a few crystals. Yeah. And, and, and it's, a, it's a few crystals, but it's also, like, the lining towards the zipper is, like, a little pulled. It's called a sewing machine. They use them all the time on Drag Race, Project Runway. It'll be fine. Especially yeah. if you get, like, the best seamstress in the world. Especially when these are, like, costume historians whose job it is to restore. Right. Okay. So you know what it makes me think like of? This. You know what it makes me think of? I want to know if you can guess what movie I'm thinking of. Head Over Heels. Holy shit! Head Over Heels, where they sit in the museum basement and restore works of art. So if you don't know Head Over Heels, it's an iconic 90s iconic. rom-com starring Freddie Prince Jr. and a girl who, like, really didn't get famous. Um, and I don't even know her name, but she's like this really cute, like girl. And her job is being in art. She works at the Met and she preserves old pieces of art. She restores them when they come, you know, to the, to the museum for the first time. If they've been sitting out too long, she takes them downstairs, gives them a nice spruising. My spice. So yeah, we can restore like a painting from the 1500s, but not a dress from 50 years ago. Calm the fuck down. It'll be okay. Yeah. And even if it's not okay, which would be terrible, let's get some perspective. Like it's not your dress. (laughs) Did you pay for it? Did you wear it to prom? Were no. you going to go to Ripley's and visit it? <laughs> right. You were going to go to Orlando? Right. Calm down. <laughs> and if you say that you were, I want to see that you've been in the past. Yeah, show me your ticket. Are you a Ripley's adult? Are you a, Is that That's definitely a thing. Have you ever been to a Ripley's? I don't think so. There's one in the city. Yeah, I know. I get it confused because I've been to a Madame Tussauds. So different. Also, how do you pronounce Madame Tussauds? Madame Tussauds. Yeah. People say like Madame, Trus- Tuss- Madame Tussauds. Because there's a D, but, like, it's French. They say Tussauds? Yeah, like, I always hear people saying that, like, when they were referencing it on social media. Madame now Tussauds. it's giving, like, Madame Trudeau. <laughs> now I'm confusing it. Justin's wife. <laughs> Justin's wife. <laughs> or sister. Madame Tussauds. Yeah. It's actually, like, such a fun place. Yeah, we should go. I know. Actually, I've had, like, many important moments there. Like, I, when I think of it initially, I always think as kids, we went there all the time. We have, like, a million pictures with the Spice Girls. We used to go all the time. Then me and Ben's, like, third official date, we, like, weirdly went to Madame Tussauds because there was, like, a Carmelo Anthony wax figure. And then a couple of years ago, I actually did a partnership with Madame Tussauds. I really like Stan. Yeah. No, it's really a cute thing. And the celebrities love it too, because it's such an honor. Yeah. I will say though, one of my favorite like tropes in pop culture is like when someone newly famous gets a wax figure and it looks nothing like yeah. them and they look like twisted. Yeah. That's my favorite. Good times. Good times. But we should go to Ripley's. Yeah. No, I've never been. Actually, I feel like I have been. There is there one or like a few? Let me see. Like the, the Maryland Ripley's. dresses in Orlando. 
Maybe there's just like one, you know? I feel like I've been, honestly. No, there's definitely one in Vegas. Yeah, and there's definitely one in the city. Lippies would believe it or not, NYC. Permanently closed. Cool, right. cool, cool. But right. that's just like classic New York. Yeah, but it's also right next to Madame Tussauds. That's why I'm confused. Yeah. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah, but like to me, Madame, like Ripley's Believe It or Not was like the tacky version of Madame Tussauds. Like as a kid, I'd be like, oh, I would never go to Ripley's, you know? Right. But what the also, fuck did I know? I do think that Kim has done a lot for Ripley's now. Yeah. Well, to be honest, when I heard that Ripley's was the owner of the dress, I was like shook because I always thought of Ripley's as like, come see, like P.T. Barnum. Yes. Like, yes, exactly. come see the Oddities. world's biggest tooth. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I never thought of it like as glamour of fashion. So you know what? Like, you, you would think that dress would be at like Sotheby's. The Met, mm-hmm. Vogue owns it something, but mm-hmm. I never would have thought Ripley's in Orlando, you yeah. know? And look, now we're talking about Ripley's. And look what Kim is doing for the tourism board of Orlando. Yeah. Boosting the economy's left, right, and center. Yeah. But she's gotten like so much flack for like wearing the dress, losing the weight, yeah. damaging the dress. It's like, I wonder if to her at the end of the day, if it was worth all the turmoil. I do think it was. And also speaking of losing the weight, I was looking for stories today and I saw like literally the most hypocritical fucking... It was BuzzFeed and it was like 10 male actors um, and how they dropped like tons of weight for certain roles to fit into like the toxic Hollywood body image. It's like no one was talking about Kim like that. Like they were just like Kim is Kim is the toxic Hollywood body image. It was just beyond hypocritical. Got it. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Lizzo releases a new version of her song Girls after backlash over ableist lyrics. She said, I never want to promote derogatory language. So now she's released a new version of her single after receiving backlash from disability advocates for including this word in the song's beginning lines. Now, Wait, are we not? I don't think we're saying. Here's the thing. Like, I never knew that this word was in any way a slur. Jackie, no human being on the planet knew that. Okay. And now I'm scared if I say it then someone's going to roll this back in, in like, 10 years. In 10 years when everybody knows this is a word we don't use. It'll be March 2018 all over again. Don't say They'll it. They'll know. Okay, but I want you guys to know what word we're talking about. They know what it is. Do you? I re- I didn't know. Okay, can I tell you that um, like a couple days ago I saw TikTok. Like every now and then I'll get hit with TikToks that have no likes. Usually it's just like ones that go viral, but every now and then it's like a random person in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And there was a person going on and on about how ableist this lyric was. And I dead ass like was cracking up <laughs> and I almost sent it to you. I'm like, oh my, people have lost their minds. And then over the next last couple of days, it like turned into an actual movement. I literally thought it was a joke. And before I give my opinion on this, I would just like to say under very clear terms, like I am not ableist. You are not going to fucking stick that on me. I'm not fucking ableist. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Don't even try. Don't comment. I'm not fucking ableist. Okay. But I think this is like a little like wild. This is a little wild, I would say. And I also think, I always think it's interesting when people decide to make a movement out of something around a certain person. Whether or not the movement is valid, I just think it's always really interesting which person sparks that. So um, do you know how many people have used this lyric in popular music over the last 10 years? Literally a million people. Has anyone ever said anything about it? No. Well, here's the thing. I would have never heard about this story, aside from the zero likes TikTok that you saw. I would have never heard about this story if Lizzo didn't change the lyric. So maybe in all of those past instances, there was a little bit of a movement swirling, but the artist didn't acknowledge it, so it never made it to press. But now it's like Lizzo changed a lyric. That's news. I had heard about it before she changed it, and everyone was like, what is she going to do? Oh, yeah, but I'm also like my head is so far up the internet's ass. Right, you hear about everything. I hear about everything. So that's a good point. Like maybe it's now officially becoming a thing because she acknowledged it. And I don't think Lizzo's not a bad person. I don't think Lizzo wants anyone to listen to her music and feel triggered. So Lizzo did what she thought was right. But like I just really, I'm like shook that we like reached a new level. Like I didn't know there were words. Like obviously we know what words are good and we know what words are bad. Right. I just didn't know there was like a new word. Yeah. And... I had no idea. I also was reading some comments because apparently like the comments on the on her Instagram post announcing it were like a lot of people being like, what? Mm -hmm. But I think they've also been deleting those comments because it's, you know, adding to the offense. Right. But I did see some comments that were like in internationally in the Commonwealth. This is a really bad word. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, because I had no idea it was a bad word here. And 
I also want you guys to know what word we're talking about. Just Google it. Like, yeah, just I'm not Google saying it. it. I'm not. I'm not throwing my life on the line. I know. I was gonna like maybe drop a letter in, in this minute, and then the next letter a minute later. No, because <laughs> it's a four-letter word. It's not worth it. Uh, seriously, don't fucking say it. Like, we have too much to lose. Okay. 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 Ten years from me now, like, you're well, thank you. <laughs> Our business will be thriving. Um, I just didn't know this was a thing and it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to learn. Even though this isn't a word, like this doesn't affect me. Like, I don't think I've actually ever used this word. It's kind of like a lame word. Like who <laughs> says that? There's like such better words to describe, I think what she was trying to say. Yeah. So I've never used this word. It's not going to like affect my life at all. Have you heard the song before? Like with the word, like, do you know the lyric? Uh, did you I've like, heard it on TikTok, yes. Did you like the beat? Actually, it wasn't a song that spoke to me initially, so it's not like I have to unlearn the word from the song, you know? What's the chorus? I don't know. Oh, okay. I wouldn't know I it. don't think the song is even out yet. I think she teased it on TikTok with a couple lines, including the one that had the slur, which was just, you know, a coincidence. Got it. I just think it's interesting how the conversation's being had now, like around Lizzo. Like, is it because she's a woman? Hmm? Makes you think. Uh, no, I think it's because, well, what other songs are you talking about? Like, I literally saw a TikTok. I saw a TikTok of of somebody compiling, like, screenshots of lyrics from, like, a bunch of different songs. Um, But are are they from 2022? I think it's a, a product of the time that we're in and the fact that, you know, if it was 10 years ago, the, the Black Eyed Peas were saying the R word on the radio. Yeah, but, but you know what? We don't talk about that enough. The Black Eyed Peas were saying the R word on the radio, everyone. It, the song was, let's get it started in huh? But it started, was initially the R word. And you can just figure that out yourself. Um, that's not spoken about enough because I feel like that word was already on the outs when... <laughs> that's a crazy lyric. It's fucking crazy. And that, that word was already on the outs when it came out. And I feel like nobody ever talks about it. And you know, a couple weeks ago, SNL did a skit about the Black Eyed Peas, like they're in the studio coming up with lyrics. And I was like, oh, they're gonna address it. Cause it's like, it's like this big pop culture thing that nobody talks about. And they literally made the most unfunny skit about like the Black Eyed Peas. They didn't even address, they were talking literally about the song, but they didn't even address the fact that the original lyrics were let's get R. And that's why SNL will just never be on the point. moment. Yeah. Um, I think that's a worthwhile cause because that's actually fucking ableist, that word. Yeah, but no, but it, it just goes to show that at the time that they were singing it, there was not, well, maybe there must have been some sort of movement because they did have the alternate lyric it started. Well, or they had the alternate lyric for radio because you can't use that word on the radio. So like if you so put it on it, iTunes explicit back in the day, it would have the R word. But if you heard it on the radio. So it wasn't, the R word wasn't on the radio? No, the R word could be on the radio. Okay. Or even, like everyone makes audio, everyone makes clean versions of their song for radio. You can't be playing words with uh, curse words yeah. on the radio. I thought, hold on, I'm looking at an article because the Black Eyed Peas quietly changed the offensive lyrics to the original, let's get it started. Yeah, I think that it was the R word and then they changed it at, like down the line. The way that I remember it happening was that they had both versions, one for radio and one for like not radio, and then they just started using the radio version everywhere to save face. Got it. Okay. Anyways. That, that, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I think at the time, like, it's much crazier to think about now versus at the time, it wasn't a crazy big deal. Which is how this feels. Like, maybe in 10 years, we'll, like, look back and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe she put that word in. Maybe. But I, I remember it being crazy. Okay. I don't. I do. I just, like, know now that it's crazy. No. What was that? 2010, you said? Oh, I don't know. Hold on. When did they release that song? Let's get it started. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm fucking. You're frazzled. Frazzled. 2004. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, yeah, maybe that was a little early. I was in, like, the fourth grade. I feel like maybe people were still saying that word. Yeah, it was released in 2003 as Let's Get Our Word, and then it took off when it was re-released later that year as the much more marketable Let's Get It Started. Got it. No, I mean, when you watch, like, Entourage. And it won the Grammy for Best for Rap our, Performance uh, in 2004. So, no, they won it for Started. When you watch old episodes of Entourage, like, season one, they use the R word and the F slur, like, every other word. 
Yeah. It's and that's just, around the same time. Yeah. So I guess, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I guess we'll have to see how we feel. We have to watch this episode in 10 years and see if this slur took off or not. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? Uh, no, actually. Oh, Thank okay. you for asking. That's so generous. Do what so you need generous. to do to get ready for our next story. Today's episode, the next story, is brought to you by Noom. Unlike other restrictive diets or workout programs, Noom Weight uses psychology to empower you with the practical knowledge and skills you need to build smarter, more sustainable, long-term habits and behaviors. Their psychology-based approach is scientifically based and has proven principles like cognitive behavioral therapy, which helps people better understand their relationship with food and why they eat the way that they do. They understand that weight loss journey is difficult and it's filled with ups and downs. Ain't that the truth? But that's why they believe it's about progress, not perfection, because everybody's journey is different. I would say I'm in the progress stage, not, yeah. per- not perfection. And tell me about how Noom is helping you with that. Noom is my my buddy in, in this journey of mine. I love their... Um, database of their food database where I can program in everything that I've eaten in a day because sometimes you know I feel like I'm doing good and then I'm not seeing the results that I want and I'm like where did I go wrong Noom and they're like girl you're eating a lot (laughs) or like this thing that you're eating doesn't have the proper you know nutritional value for the calories spent and it's really very informative and it leaves you knowing what you're doing wrong and how you can fix it to achieve the goals that you want to achieve and Noom doesn't put pressure on you you know they're just like we're here if you need us do your thing. They make it easy to start on your weight loss journey and stay on track. Their personalized lessons help you gain confidence with practical knowledge you can employ right away. With one-on-one coaching, you'll always have guidance and support on your journey. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results and sign up for your trial at noom.com slash toast. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash toast. Thank you, Claudia. Yeah. Our next story, some bittersweet news. Morgan Stewart came back to Daily Pop yesterday just to announce that she's leaving Daily Pop. Yeah. Morgan Stewart made her highly anticipated return to Daily Pop yesterday and is saying goodbye to the show, though she is returning to Nightly Pop. Back from maternity leave, the longtime host reunited with her fellow E! personalities, Justin Sylvester and Lonnie Love, on June 13th's show, bringing with her some bittersweet news. She said, today is unfortunately going to be my last official day on Daily Pop. It was a very hard decision, but this time I was pregnant for so long. I want to enjoy the mornings with my babies while they're still babies. Totally understandable. Respect her decision. Like, respect working moms. I do have a lot of thoughts on this. Okay. My first thought is that I actually think this is the best thing for Lonnie Love because The Real just got canceled. And she was always, like, in and out of E, but now I feel like... She literally used to do a morning show, and now hopefully she'll take Morgan's spot permanently. Yeah, well, she, I haven't watched a lot of Daily Pop since Morgan went on maternity leave, but every time I would watch, like, Lonnie is always there. So hopefully she just gets that second chair right. permanently. Now it's just like a rotating door because they never fully replaced Carissa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we can all agree, like, Carissa, Morgan, and Justin, like, were the best threesome. Um, and so I'm glad Morgan's still at E, even though Nightly Pop is, like, not my favorite show um, by any means. And I think Morgan's talents are much better utilized at Daily Pop. Um, but I just think this is a problem E has in general. Like, E is consistently just, like, doing the least, like, of all time. They have such stars. Like, the way that they haven't really utilized Morgan and Justin to the best of their abilities is such a mistake because they're such stark quality people and they're both going to go on to do huge things. And I do think in a few years that will have nothing to do with E anymore. Um, and E is just like constantly like just not doing, not doing what they need, what needs to be done. They, they should be so grateful for Justin and Morgan. And I feel like they give them the bare minimum mm-hmm. and E is just becoming more relevant. Like as the days go by. Yeah. I think with, you know, the loss of E news and then the Kardashians and then uh, the Nikki Glazer show, which their whole campaign was like, I'm replacing the Kardashians. It was like supposed to be funny, but it just came off like really bitter. Oh. The, she's like, like the whole ad campaign theme was like replacing five brunettes with one blonde. It was just like not funny at oh. all. And it was just like, it's like awkward. Like, no, you actually did lose the Kardashians and that was like literally your whole thing. So like, you really shouldn't be talking about it. Yeah. Or like, I don't see, the two things aren't the same. And I feel like everyone knew they were losing the Kardashians. They should have come out with a show like literally the same day that Kardashians Hulu dropped. That was like, we found this new family, the Scala sisters. Literally. Here is an amazing show that is going to be our new Kardashians. So I do do think they tried to do that with the Bradshaw Bunch, Terry Bradshaw. No, but they launched Bradshaw Bunch like 
two to three years ago. They should have launched a new show that day and been like, we are the star makers yeah. and here's your next family. Sister Scala. The Scala Sisters. That's such a good call. Like, should I expose myself? Okay. Uh, last night, I literally spent four hours like on Stop a Scala him. family rabbit hole. Um, and I always knew like Rach was Rach. Like I feel like we've been Rach girlies now for like what? Over a year. Over a maybe year. Two. Since last Christmas. And I feel like I've been, you know, better off because Having of it. Having known her, yeah. Um, sort of known her. Um, and honestly, I never really delved into the whole family. And I didn't even realize the similarities between our family and theirs. Four sisters. One younger one, not married. Very connected to their faith. Like... I'm literally obsessed. No, literally obsessed. And the way I've been, obviously, when we discovered Rage, it was like a whole new world. It was a whole new world. And we were really obsessed with like her style and her house and really Rage things. Yeah. But over the last few months, I've really been delving into the rest of the sisters and the family. Like Emily and Rage and Emily really remind me of me and you. No, same. Because they like, like work together and they're both like business women mm -hmm. in the influencer space. Mm -hmm. And when you, when they're together, like their stories are so funny and I'm just loving. And Amy, um, she's the, she's the snitch. Mm -hmm. I think she like babysits for Rachel's yes, kids. Yes. And it's just so cute. I mean, goals like a snitch would never come help me. Never. Um, and here are words. I and just, then Meg just had a baby when I had a baby. Here are words. Like I just truly never thought would come out of my mouth, but like I, never in my life have I like, really wavered in my faith but like the scholars make me want to convert like dead ass like because like I just want to you know yeah should I become Mormon I think it would suit you I don't uh, really like drinking oh oh right and what how do they feel about vaping oh that's that's a really really good call um okay maybe the Mormon faith is not for me maybe I could start like you know a Jewish community in Utah and like we are allies with the Mormons Lisa Barlow literally oh my god I forgot to tell you something Okay. Um, I watched this documentary called um, Pray and Obey. Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. And it is about FLDS, the fundamentalist of the Latter-day Saints Church. And I just want to say, like, I hate religious documentaries because I feel like they really, um, like, people just associate, like, the extreme groups with, like, like all Mormons are like that, you know? And yeah, they're yeah, fucking yeah. not. So I just wanted to say that. Like FLDS is not a LDS. No, and LDS doesn't fucking claim these freaks from FLDS. Like <laughs> okay. they were kicked out like a while ago because over a hundred years ago, the Mormon LDS church disallowed uh, polygamy. And these FLDSs were like, fuck no. So they got together and started this community and it, and it turned out like it, it went on forever and it still goes on. And it's so toxic. So many terrible things happened. But for a while, like LDS was like, we do not fuck with these freaks. Like do not. But it was really interesting. I won't go into the whole thing, but if you enjoy documentaries like that, I encourage you to watch it. They had a woman talking who, um, was it rage? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> who had left, who had left and was like talking about her experience and her, her name, last name was Barlow. And hmm. Barlow is her, Lisa's husband's last name. And Lisa's oh. a convert, but her husband's not. Oh. So I just found that, that interesting. You know, I don't that think there's anything there, but I was like, is she related to Lisa? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Good documentary. Really upsetting. Like, oh. you know, documentaries at the end that give no resolve. Like, yeah, we all know this is going on and it still happens. Right. Like, okay, don't make a documentary until it's over because now you're just keeping me up at night. Well, maybe the documentary will create some momentum that could help end something yeah like tilicum right right that's true that's true blackfish what was that is that what it's called mm -hmm. such a good such a good documentary that one really actually changed my life yeah <sighs> anyways morgan stewart's leaving daily pop oh, right and how did um, we get here <laughs> <laughs> that was one of our like crazier tangents yeah and I'm sad. I love Daily Pop. I love Morgan and Justin's dynamic. And I, yes, we can see her on Nightly Pop, but it isn't the same. But maybe because, and I think for a while when she was doing like Daily Pop, Nightly Pop, Necessary Realness every single day, it's hard to find different things to talk about. Maybe Nightly Pop will turn a little more into Daily Pop now that she doesn't have to give that Daily Pop energy to Daily Pop. Yeah, Nightly Pop just is so scripted and it gives me like the soup vibes, which was a good vibe when the soup was airing. It just feels kind of dated now. Mm -hmm. Um... And it just doesn't feel, like, super relevant. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think Morgan's talents are better suited on Daily Pat, but I understand not wanting 
wanting to be with your kids in, in the morning and I totally respect that yeah I just don't know like what this means for E as a whole I feel like Daily Pop was so good for so long and then Carissa leaving like really just started this like trail of uncertainty yeah well she did say and I'm sure we'll see her like every time Justin's off like Morgan will come in and she'll be here and there but as a permanent co-host yeah. she is no longer so it's really just Justin right now and they must find him and he puts the whole show on his back and he the needs whole help show. yeah she, or Morgan could do like afternoon pop and yeah. make it more like daily pop and then she could be in the with her kids in the morning but then that's like three shows no no, no but then like I'm just saying because you're not here for nightly pop no so I, I was just it. trying to compromise um also she announced that her husband got a vasectomy yes which is so crazy. Yeah. I mean, vasectomies, like, actually aren't crazy because you can literally reverse them. Um, so I love that for her. Like, she's, like, she just did the pandemic right. Like, she started the pandemic, a girl with a boyfriend. She's ending the pandemic, like, a girl with a family, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, like, a, a great job. So overwhelming that she has to take a step back, you know? Yeah. Some things are just not fair. No, it was nice to see her back on Popeye Watch this morning and... But it was also bittersweet because they were, like, talking about Amber Heard. They were being so funny. Oh, were they? And they're really so real considering they're, like, on television. And right, they can't, and you have like, to be, like, you know, you PC. Have, exactly. But they still keep it real. And I will That's miss nice. that. I will miss that, too. But Upsetting. I, but happy for her. And it yeah. was nice to see her again. Yeah. Our next story, some more adorable news. Blue, Blue Ivy is adorably embarrassed by Jay-Z's hug and kiss at the NBA Finals. Blue. People are quaking over the pictures of Blue Ivy and Jay-Z from the basketball game. Yes, because the pictures are so sweet, so cute, and Blue's all grown up. Blue is a grown-ass woman. Like, yeah. it's it's shocking. I mean, I guess Except is, she's 10. That's grown. And maybe she just, like, she's dressed up really nice. 10 is not grown. I, I know that we're, like, saying that she's, like, she has grown more since we last saw her, but 10 is not grown. Maybe then, like, I think why people are quaking is because, like, she's all done up. And it's just, you know, it's giving Surrey Cruz. Like, I feel like when we were younger, like, we all watched Surrey Cruz get older. And a, honestly, like, a weird part of getting older is watching celebrities' kids grow up into, like, full-blown adults. Mason Disick. Mm -hmm. So um, this is just that moment. And we don't see a lot of Blue. She doesn't have, like, an Instagram. Right. Beyonce is not always taking pictures of her. When you see someone every day, whether it's a celebrity kid or someone you know, you don't notice their growth. Right. But when you see someone, like, a few years later... Yeah, it's and shocking. she's really starting to look like Beyonce. Like, she's really beautiful. She's yeah. wearing earrings. Like, she was giving, like, the people what they needed. Yeah, I saw a side-by-side -side of her and, like, a young Beyonce, and they look so similar. Oh, uh, well, when she was younger, a lot of people, like, didn't even see the Beyonce. She looked so much like Jay-Z, mm -hmm. and now she's really starting to look like her mom. As little girls always look like their dads, that's yeah, what I've realized. That's true. And then I've realized that boys look like their moms. It's true. And then I saw recently that the firstborn girl always looks like the dad and the firstborn boy always looks like the mom. I don't know if it means like second, third and fourth boys and girls, like the genders are like that, but that's what I've, in my own life, that's what I've seen. Yeah, no, I definitely think like there's not like a formula for it. It's just like genetics, you know? No, it's like, that's really what I've seen. Like Michaela is Zach Shapiro in a yeah. bow. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes it's hard to tell them apart. So true. You don't know who you're talking to. So true. And people have said I look like Harrelson. You do. You and Harry are like literally twins. I actually sent, you sent such gorgeous pictures of Harry today into our family chat. I sent them to my friend chat and they were like literally Jackie. Yeah. What's crazy? They're like, Jackie looks so young. <laughs> What's crazy though is I can't see it really. That makes sense. I, I didn't know that because I can see other people so easily. Yeah, of course. I think that's normal. I don't think like whenever, I mean, it didn't happen to and us. And I asked Olivia, I was like, does Shapiro see that Michaela looks, looks like, like him? Because to me, they're identical. And she said no. Yeah, like it didn't happen to us growing up. But like when people would go up to sisters and be like, oh my, you guys look so much alike. You were like, really? It didn't happen to us because we look nothing alike. Could but, be us. But you really can't tell who you look like. It's like you're in your own body. Yes, except every once in a while, I'll see a picture of like Margot. And I think it's me. Yeah, or yes. I'll see a picture of you, and I'm like, I'll think it's me, or I'll see you. Like, I remember watching your special, your first special, and in so many angles, you looked like Margot. I got that a lot, available to stream um, on Amazon Prime for free, Disgrace Queen. Yes, I got that a lot, that in my special, every time someone paused, they came back and literally thought it was Margot. Is there anything nicer they could say? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, they could say I look like Giselle, but, you know, I have to be realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're short. Right, and fat. <laughs> and ugly. <laughs> It is, like, low-key weird, though, like, how little we look alike, you know? Yeah. Like, something's we, up. 
This, that's why this show is confusing because when you get the four sisters together, like maybe you could see it. It's somewhat cohesive. Yes. But you and I look the least alike out of all four. Yeah. I look a lot like Olivia. Yes. You look like Margot. I look like Margot. Margo, I you, look like Olivia. Yes. You and I look the least alike and Margot and Olivia. Yeah, it's Who? so true. Little. Who are they? What are those? <laughs> <laughs> These are clothes. What are those? <laughs> Our fifth and final story is about a ship I didn't even know that I had that has already sunk. Oh, no. That's so sad. Oh, my God. Also, I read Hook, Line, and Sinker, the um, sequel to... It Happened One Summer. You can skip it. I was planning on it because that girl collects records and that's not a personality trait. No, and, like, the whole book was, like, music. And it, it was giving, like, yeah. pick-me energy, like... Oh, I need to listen to a song. Should I listen to The National? Like, stop. Listen to Taylor Swift. Um, all right. The fifth and final story is brought to you by Honey. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite websites, and when you check out, the Honey button will just drop down, and all you do is uh, click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site, and once they find it, you'll watch the price drop. Like, literally so easy. Literally, if you don't have Honey. The Toasters told us about Honey like five years ago, and it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Just got a new computer. One of the first things I did download Google Chrome, and then download um, Honey. So it's a browser extension. When you use our link, it's totally free to download. And every time you're shopping online, whether it's for makeup, clothing, electronics, food, whatever it is, literally this little button will pop up and be like, hey, bitch, you want to save some money? And you click apply coupons. And most of the time, it'll find a coupon for you like that you don't have to like go searching like coupon for Revolve. Like right. They'll just find it for you. It's so easy. It's free to download when you use our link. So like literally what are you doing? What are you doing? I've like, used it on everything. I have to tell you about it. Get your fucking ass up and use Honey. I was shopping for baby clothes recently and I was doing like a big order from multiple sites and I had just gotten a new computer and I was like, why do these carts look so expensive? Where's Honey? Mm -hmm. I saved like almost $100 across all sites. I'm about to change your life, ready? Do you know you can now add Honey to your phone? Your iPhone? It's Enable over. it on Safari and you can find it and you can find savings on the go. It's over. It's game over. So if you don't already have Honey, you are straight up missing out. It's literally free. installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you're doing yourself a solid. We never recommend something we don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash toast. That's joinhoney.com slash toast. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? If it's the final story. Scholar Sisters coming to you next fall on E. And that's a magic number. Gorgeous. Sorry if you had a sleeping baby. Like, genuinely, really sorry because we didn't even give you a warning. You didn't know that was coming. Yeah. Our fifth and final story the ship that has sunk. I know. Jason Momoa and Aza Gonzalez break up after months of dating, saying they're very different people. Like, months? Where were we? No, I feel Where like. Where were we? I remember hearing, like, spotted together and then never no follow up. So I was like, oh, it's just like paparazzi, like, drama. I never even heard spotted together. Seeing their pictures side by side right now, it's like, my ship's are quaking. No, I know. They're rumbling. I'm sorry, Aza Gonzalez like literally has the best taste in men and not only does she have the best taste in men, she has like access to them too because like it's easy to like have good taste in Jason Momoa but like good luck making it happen. Right. She, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be doing any differently if right, I like, were her except like why didn't this work? Right, but she's actually, like, let's go through. She was dating Josh Dumel for a little while, mm -hmm. post-Fergie, which was so iconic. She was spotted with Tim Timothy Chalamet, which, like, honestly wasn't my favorite. Oh, no. No, I'm not, I'm not a Timothy Chalamet Ooh, girlie, no. and I'm not oh, going to no. get into it. Um, Back Liam in the Hemsworth, day, that Liam was Hemsworth. Like, that was how I first found out who she was. Yeah. Because, like, post-Miley, he was with this, like, gorgeous model. And it was Asa Gonzalez. She has great, a great relationship, track history, track record. She does. And I just want to put this out there again now that we're talking about her. Like, she must play Evelyn Hugo in The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It's true. Like, she must. Did you see they're making it happen one summer into a movie? I did. Yeah. Who would you want to see for it? Um, I, like, don't remember the book, but all I remember is, like, Piper being, like, so sickening and cool. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, L.A. and, like, effortlessly beautiful and, like, on, like, I don't think now, but, like, when... Is, do you ever, like, think of someone in a book as, like, a celebrity, but, like, from 10 years ago, how they looked? 
Perhaps. Who are you thinking? Piper Parabo, like from Cheaper by the Dozen. Because her name was Piper. Yes, but also like the way that they described her looks. Like she really looked like, and I actually think of Piper Parabo for a lot of the books that I read. Oh, interesting. Well, everybody's saying, because the character is uh, Alexis Rose. No. She comes from the city. No, no, no. To no, a small no. town with like all of her fashion, but she's a heart of gold and she's gorgeous. Yeah, no, but it's, it's Alexis Rose's character. It's not... The actress. No, no, no. But the character is Alexis Rose. Yeah, but I don't think that... What's her name? Annie? Mm-hmm. I don't think that Annie Murphy, right? Yeah, Would no. be good. No, 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 no. Like, then it would just be Alexis Rose. Like, Piper's yeah. her own person. Yeah. It it takes some thinking. But um, also, we are getting so much content from the summer I turned pretty. Like, it's all over TikTok. Like, I am so excited. Did it come out yet? No. But, like, we're getting, like, two-minute trailers. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Anyways, a source tells people that Aza and Jason have split after people confirmed last month that they were dating. Where was my notification? The insider says... You don't have just, your people notifications on? No, I don't because I don't want to hear about the Pioneer's woman's breaking news recipe. Honestly, I feel like you would want to know that, actually. That's true. That's no, true. they do really abuse the privilege. Like, it's they, they abuse it. Um, a second source told people in May that they were exclusive and had been seeing each other since February after meeting through work and mutual connections and just realizing like that they're everyone's perfect for favorite each other. people and that they're perfect for each other. But I guess like that's the thing about chemistry. Everything could be right on paper and, you know, in pictures, but maybe they had nothing to talk about. Yeah, no, it's entirely possible. Maybe Convo was strained. But you know what? Like. Does anyone else, like, still reserve, like, a corner of their heart for, like, the possibility of Jason Momoa and Amelia Clark? I actually don't. I think about them often. Like, and whenever they run into each other, which is very randomly, like, they have the most sweet embraces. They do. But it's just, like, so silly at this point that I, I'm not seeing sparks flying. Who do we set Jason Momoa up with next? Isa Gonzalez. Try again. Just imagine what Get it's like. together. To, just imagine what it's like to be, like, engulfed in a hug from Jason Momoa. It's. Like, it happened one summer, the charging station. Literally. Literally. No, that's not it happened one summer. Yeah, it is. Oh, no, sorry. I get so confused between it happened one summer and the summer I turned pretty. All these books that have, like, literally the same exact plot take place at, like, different beaches, but have the same names. Like, the summer I loved. The summer I lost. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's so fucking confusing. Yeah. Um, This is sad, but you know what? We now have two extremely good-looking eligible people back on the market, um, and that's exciting. Yeah. We need to keep a list of, like, the people who we're always thinking to set people up with. Matt yeah, Harvey. I'm going to start Matt it. Harvey. No, stop. Gonzalez. No, I'm going to start the list so we can always go back to it. So when we're thinking about, like, who should Khloe Kardashian be with, Jason Momoa. Oh, okay. So Khloe Kardashian, Jason Momoa, Aza Gonzalez. Eligible people. Khloe Kardashian. Who recently Aza broke up? Aza Gonzalez. Oh, all those young Hollywood people. But they're not single. I know. But like, did anyone break up? Um, Vanessa Hudgens. But I do think she's seeing someone. Let's say go to news. Jason Momoa. Comment below with all the people that we're talking about who are PJ. A-Rod is single. No, no, no. I said PJOM. Okay. And okay. PJOWS, who we're always trying to set up. Thank you. Selena Gomez. Is she single? Yeah. We never talk about her dating life. Oh, and Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans and Aza Gonzalez. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. Oh, that yes. That was most recent. Very good. That literally just came up on my Google. Lori Harvey and Jason Momoa? Lori Harvey and Chris Evans. Lori Harvey's really young. Like, okay. really young. Okay. Let's just keep that in mind. Because okay. we're not going to make any age inappropriate. No, it couldn't be us. Yeah. Couldn't be us. Um, that's really all I'm seeing on Google. I literally searched breakup. Oh, Trevor Noah and Minka Kelly. Mm-hmm. Trevor Noah and Khloe Kardashian? No. Minka Kelly and Jason Momoa? Oh, my God. Minka Kelly and Jason Momoa is literally the best couple of all time. If any of those PR people who, like, set up people in relationships for press, but then sometimes the relationships like actually turn out to be OTP are listening to the show. Please send Minka Kelly and Jason Momoa on a date. Yeah. That's like, honestly, perhaps one of the best looking couples of all time. Okay. Okay. I love that. I we think have we're to, in a really good place. Yeah. We have to keep the list like but up to other date. People, you guys remember when we say these things, like when we're talking about eligible, what about Chloe and Jason Momoa? Like, I just don't see it, honestly. Even though, like, he is extremely family-oriented, I just feel like they're so different. And honestly, 
I think also physically, I don't think Jason Momoa would be Chloe's type. Also, what's going on with Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers? It's beyond confusing. I do believe they're broken up now. Like, it was, yes, they're broken up. No, they're not. But now I think they are. And then people stopped caring. Okay. Okay. So let's leave it at that. And yeah. we'll come back to it. Um, okay. So that was our show. That was our show. Oh, we'll talk about the rest of the week. Wednesday, tomorrow, we are here in studio. And then tomorrow night is, of course, our very first episode of Breaking Bread, our Spotify live show. So make sure to download the Spotify live app and follow us, Breaking Bread. Um, Thursday's episode is podcast only. Mm-hmm. We are both traveling. Mm-hmm. You're going to Dallas for your meet and greet, which is on Saturday. All the information is on the Spritz Instagram. And I'm going to Canada. So Thursday's episode will be dropped early in the morning, podcast only. You're going to meet Madame Trudeau. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Friday, no show. Friday, no show. Monday, no show. No show. Tuesday, a Ben and Claudia extravaganza. Very fun. Because Jackie will still be in Dallas, but then she will return. And then we're back to the regular shit next week. On Wednesday. So now you know. Now you know. Because that's Mike's super short show, except we don't do a super short show. No. We do a very, very long show. Very long show. Nice and long. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So... If you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us morning chosen leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Oh, the comment that really um, like got to me about our YouTube was like, well, if you don't get this fixed, you're never going to get your plaque. Like, wow, hit me where it hurts. People are evil. Evil. Like, we share, we open up, we're vulnerable, and then they use it against us. Yeah, like, and we're having a glitch. Like, you think this is what we want? Right. We get all glammed up. I got a spray tan to come to the studio that's for a video you can't even see. How do you think that makes us feel? No, it's so hurtful. So, like, just know, like... Like, we're putting on a brave face, but we're hurting. We are in pain. Thank you so much. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow for Hump Day! Goodbye! Goodbye.